Hi, and welcome to the Triathlon Mental Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Edge. This podcast is for you if you're a triathlete, whether an age grouper or a pro. As an experienced triathlon mental performance coach, during each 10-minute episode, I'll be talking about mental tools and strategies to manage your pre-race nerves, to prevent panic in open water, to improve your mental toughness, to quickly recover from setbacks, to remove the mental blocks that are preventing you from increasing your pace, power and speed, to improve your focus and much, much more. I'll also be talking to some of the leading ultra-endurance athletes. Each episode will be in your favourite podcast platforms every Monday. If you like the sound of that, please click the follow button to be notified when each episode is released. And you're also welcome to join my private Facebook group with over 1,100 triathletes. The Facebook group is called Triathlon Mindsets. And the link will be in the show notes. Have a wonderful day, everybody. And I look forward to recording new episodes. In this episode, I talk about mental toughness and why becoming tougher is important to you as triathletes. But first, my definition of mental toughness. What is it? Mental toughness refers to a collection of psychological characteristics which are central to optimal performance. And on my 12-week mental toughness program, each athlete completes a mental performance assessment before beginning the program based upon the aforementioned characteristics. Putting this into context, let's talk about 80 miles into a 112-mile ride on a full. We've all been there. You'd hit that hurt locker, and all of a sudden, you really do begin to struggle. Now, for many people, as soon as you hit that hurt locker, you start to feel terrible, you start to feel weak, you start to feel tired. Feelings are always triggered by thoughts. Feelings are always triggered by thoughts. So what we really need to do is to be able to manage those thoughts. And there are a multitude of tools and techniques. And on this cell, uh, my 12-week program, we use a multitude of, um, of techniques in a structured program. So it takes you through a, um, the structured program on a number of week calls, but I'll talk about that later. Um, but really the key is not to leave this to chance, not to leave it till race day before all of a sudden your legs start to feel tired, heart rate is sky high, you're in that negative thought spiral, and all you can think about is just getting through it. It really is important to have a plan. Now, not just a plan for race day, but we always talk about not leaving anything to chance on race day, your hydration, your nutrition, and everything else. And mental toughness needs to be developed over time. We need to teach our body and our mind and our brain how to manage stress over a period of time so that when we really do encompass it, and we're putting this into context on race day, then we have the tools and the strategies in place. Now, it used to be thought that many people would just say, grit your teeth and get through it. And you know, to a certain extent, that's not far from the truth, but there is a, there's a lot of things that you can do. I'm using that word multitude often. There's a lot of things that you can do to, uh, to ensure that you're much, much mentally tougher. And often people will say, you know, I need to try and refocus my mind. I need to try and think of something else. I need to think of, you know, the holiday that I'm going on or something else to take my mind off it. When you're in that hurt locker, have you ever tried to take your mind off it? 
and try and convince yourself that you're somewhere else, it's almost impossible. It really is very, very difficult to do. And the problem with that is, you know, mental toughness as well. You know, we talk about conserving energy. We want to make sure that we're directing energy, that we're saving ourselves in terms of those energy levels and directing them into the right places. So the problem with that is obviously your brain uses energy on a consistent basis. And as soon as you begin to focus on something else, there is an amount of energy that's required to focus on something else. So in actual fact, what you're doing is by focusing on the holiday or whatever that may be, you're actually using up valuable energy, which you're actually trying to save. Massive energy leaks. So the point that I'm making here, and this, as I say, you really don't want to be leaving this up until race day because it absolutely doesn't work. But what you need to be doing is actually focusing on being in the present, focusing on the pain that you're going through, focusing on that hurt locker, the high heart rate, the fatigue legs. Now, you might think he's had too much coffee because surely by focusing on the pain, you're going to make it worse. But in actual fact, really what we're trying to do is conserve as much energy as possible to avoid those energy leaks so that we can actually get through it. So we actually have enough energy to continue the rest of the, the, you know, the 20, 30 odd miles on the bike and then continue on with the marathon. So we need to sit in that zone and we need to feel comfortable. We need to learn to feel comfortable. And you will have heard this phrase many times before, getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And it's not the be all and end all of mental toughness, but it really is very, very important. You need to have the mindset, the frame of mind, where you're able to sit in that place. Because at the end of the day, when we think we're close to failure, we know that we're not even close. David Goggins came out with a, many of you familiar with him, came out with the phrase that when we think we're at failure, we're not even 40%. Now, the reality is there is no credible research to identify that number. There are too many variables for that number to be accurate. But the point that he was making is very, very true. When we think we're failure, close to failure, and that's the key, we're not even close. So there's lots of things that we can do to continually push and even increase the pace, power, and speed and still feel, still feel fine on the run. So there are lots of tools and techniques that we can use, but you really do need, for those of you who want to become mentally tougher, you do need to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, an example, I, you know, many of you know that I, um, before switching to ultra marathon running and, and triathlon years ago, uh, I was a, uh, a marathon swimmer. And one of the things that I used to do or I, I did do was a hundred hundreds. Uh, and it's a horrible session. I did it, um, I did it some, quite some time ago. Um, and it's a horrible session, hundred hundreds off a certain time. When you know that you're really, really struggling, you know you're in a world of pain after 60 hundreds, but you know you've got 40 to go. And to me, it got to the point where I was able to sit at 60 hundreds, heart rate sky high, incredibly tired, but I sat there and smiled. It's almost like this is where I thrive. Not this is where paying attention to those negative thoughts, I need to back off the pace. Actually, this is where 
I really show who I am. This is where I drive and continue to push harder and harder and harder. This is a stage in the race where most people back off. Your competitors will be backing off when they're redlining. And like there are, you know, there are exceptions to every rule here. Some people need to back off and there is medical reasons. But in most cases, we back off because we pay attention to those thoughts, which are ultimately affecting how we feel. So when your competitors are backing off, this is a time where you want to be able to step on the power, to be able to step on the gas, to continue to push even harder through the pedals, to drive even harder so that you can push through that. And you absolutely can, but you do need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And there are a multitude of sessions that you can work with your coaches to be able to do that. You know, for any any swimmer, um, 100 hundreds is horrendous, um, but that's just one. You know, at the track, whether it's 20 to 30, 200s off a certain pace or whatever that may be, there are a multitude of sessions and you can speak to your coaches and, you know, feel free to, uh, I've been around sports for long enough, you, you're welcome to message me as well. But that's just one of the tools, one of the elements that you need to have in your toolbox that when you do start to redline, as I said, minus the exceptions, that you're able to sit there smile and ultimately also little prick smiling releases serotonin and that will give you that little bit of a respite but it's only a small one you need to be able to sit there and get comfortable right this is my time now be that person this is my time this is where everybody else is backing off and this is where i drive forward this is where i start to increase the pace when you're running with somebody or you're riding with somebody and you notice they're starting to struggle and so are you but so what you know that your brain, your mind, and your body are much stronger than that, and you're not even close to failure. So you can then sit in that space and say, you know what, bring this on. This is where I continue to move. And so by introducing voluntary amounts of stress and training on a regular basis, you're teaching your body how to manage those stress levels when it happens in a race. And so that's just one element i wouldn't say it's a tool but it's one element that you need to be comfortable with in terms of the tools and the techniques to be able to achieve that uh, i discuss that in my uh, in my program and for those of you interested um, i've taken many many triathletes through a 12-week program to become mentally unstoppable and so if you'd like details of that and i can share with you details but also testimonials of athletes who've gone through that you're welcome to contact me and i'll put the details in the show notes uh, so you're welcome to contact me um but that Becoming mentally tougher will ensure, and this is the ultimate, becoming mentally tougher in terms of your race will ensure that you exceed race times that you never believed possible. Because ultimately, it's maybe you're becoming mentally, mentally tougher if it doesn't ultimately affect your race. And it will, absolutely. Because you'll be able to push through limits that you placed in your own mind, um, but push through those limits to achieve faster race times and ultimately that transfers over into life as well for many of you experiencing setbacks uh, of any type whether it's an injury or a less than expected performance becoming mentally tougher will ensure that you are able to overcome those setbacks whether in life or in sport um, but as i said for details of my um, my becoming mentally unstoppable program you're welcome to uh, discuss you're welcome to send me a message and this is something I'm going to be recording more and more about over the next few months. It's something, it's a passion of mine as well uh, as a mental performance coach with the athletes that I work with. So hope that helped. Um, 
as I mentioned, with any questions to any comments, I'd love to interact with people. Um, so you're welcome to uh, welcome to send me a message. And I hope that you enjoyed that episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you find it useful. It will really help the show if you can click the follow button. And also, it'll be really very much appreciated if you can leave a short review. That really will help a lot. And as mentioned, you're welcome to join my private Facebook group, Triathlon Mindset. I write weekly posts there. Um, with over 1,100 members, I really do think that you were... Uh, you will find it valuable, so you're welcome to come over and join if you uh, if you'd like to. But once again, thank you very much for listening, and I look forward to recording the next episode. <laughs>